Welcome to Mindfluence 15th episode. I am super excited to have you tuned in. And if you are new and have recently joined us, welcome once again. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any more exceptional feature contents. Mindfluent is now available on Instagram. I will be posting daily motivational and inspirational contents to help motivate you throughout your day with added bonus of exclusive podcast news and updates. Join our growing community by following Mindfluent underscore world. Again, that's Mindfluent underscore world. Hello and welcome once again. We're doing things a little different today and I have a wonderful surprise in store for you guys. Please stay tuned. I am extremely excited to introduce our very first special guest. He's a reality TV star, personal trainer, and positivity influencer. Many of you may recognize him from The Bachelorette Season 13, Bachelor in Paradise, and more. He's also known for his positivity and ability to motivate others. He has evolved in his self-development journey by figuring out who he is and what makes him tick. He was inspired by his passion of helping people and began servicing others by spreading knowledge to help others acquire a positive mindset towards their actions and day-to-day life. I am thrilled and honored to have him as my guest. Please help me in welcoming Eric Bigger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a uh, <clears throat> beautiful introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you. the intro. I'm happy to be here. Um, Thank you yeah. so much for being here. Awesome. Absolutely. Excited to have you. Okay, so I want us to get started um, by getting to know you a little better. So tell us a, a little about your challenges from your background, your accomplishments, and also the idea behind Miracle Season. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a lot in, to explain. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm trying to figure out where do I start. So a little about your well, background. Or, or, originally, I mean, I'm from Baltimore. i from Baltimore, Maryland. Born and raised. And um, yeah, I grew up wanting to play basketball, the dream of playing professional basketball and being in the NBA. The environment in which I grew up in was very toxic and negative, and it was a lot going on, a lot of violence, you know, drug dealing. It was even, you know, you got a wicked jump shot <laughs> or you slinging crack right, right? So my, my the male influence in my life were uh, mostly the men were drug dealers they were kingpins they ran the neighborhood so that was my influences as a man growing up that's what I saw but that's not what I seek to go after I wanted to go you know I wanted to go pro I wanted to play ball uh I mean just in general I mean I just think life for me was our challenges was different like we wasn't poor like I wasn't poor but the circumstances were poor like my mom was there. I've never, first of all, I've never seen my mom and dad. My mom was there, but I felt a little bit of emotional abandonment, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she provided, she guided, but there was no, how you doing today? I love you. I was school. Like really didn't get that one-on-one intimate connection with my mom or my dad neither. My dad was a provider, not a guider. He would buy me sneakers, video games, take me to practice, take me to basketball games, but never showed me how to dribble or shoot a basketball. So I didn't get a lot of uh, one-on-one time with my parents. And I mean, I was I was a good kid. Like I went to school, I got good grades, um, ex- excelled in school. So that wasn't really a challenge for me. But I think as I got older, I didn't really know that my life at all was a challenge. I just thought that was normal for everybody. For, 
mom and dad not to be together and you grow up the way you grew up. Um, and then, you know, I went to school, played basketball, went to junior college. From junior college, I transferred to Hampton University in the VA, graduated with a, a BS uh, in entrepreneurship. Uh, I graduated uh, honors. I was mega cum laude. So I probably got one C my entire college career. Uh, it was a, I was a nerd. A lot of people don't know that about me, but really a nerd. And I love learning and I love school you know i love school mm -hmm. so from there uh i graduated 2010 uh, i was 22 years old uh booked a one-way ticket a month after graduation i had a thousand dollars in my name and i moved to la <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and awesome. that's when the dream that's when the dream started you know it was like and i never looked back and uh 10 years later this is this is home this is where i'm at but that's a little bit you know it's, it's more general but that's a little bit of my journey. So many details to kind of give, but that should be enough for people to really get a grasp of like a part of who I am and what I've become. So, but yeah, that's the starting point. And, and here I'm here in LA 10 years later. Wow, that that's amazing. I mean, it, it says a lot about you as a man and um, to be able to differentiate yourself from your environment and still thrive and, and be where you are today. So that's that's really amazing. Yeah. Just blessed, you know. That's one thing I don't. I wouldn't change anything about my past. I just think it made me who I am. And you know, I always say, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. It's all about your breakthrough. And um, everybody has a story. Everybody's been through something. But I think the most important ingredient is what are you going to do about it? You know, how are you going to respond? How are you going to adjust? Is it even going to make you or is going to break you? So I just try to take the positive route and you know take the negatives with the good and just keep it moving. And life will yeah. find you if you're willing to find yourself. So that's what happened for me. Definitely well said. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea of the podcast is to be able to um, make people aware. I know that everyone goes through different things, but what matters is being able to positive, to being able to be positive and to thrive in, in what environment that you are, and just being able to constantly challenge yourself to get to where you want to be. So that's amazing. Absolutely. Awesome. So what, what's behind um, the miracle season? I see that. Uh, yeah. So it's miracle season. So basically what happened is this. I want to really break this down so the listeners and people that's going to tune in really get this. Um, and I want them to really be aware of their third eye or their intuition or their gut. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so, so many different terms for it. But so, um, 2017, March 13, was the first day that I saw Rachel Lindsay from The Bachelorette on national TV. Mm. I was part of one of the four guys who was who had the privilege to see her before any of the other guys in the house. I don't know if it was on after the final rolls of her season. They showed the audience a sneak peek of of the guy. So at the time, we were filming in Burbank. Um, I'm in my trailer with one of the producers. Uh, his name is Louie. And I was like, man, it's miracle season. It's miracle season. But it's, it wasn't like, it just came to me. Like, it like it's like I channeled it. Like, it came through. Like, my intuition was like, it was just coming to me. Like, out, out of nowhere. I don't know where it came from, but I just know my spirit was like, it's miracle season. But at the time, I didn't really know what I was talking about. 
So the producer was like, listen, my man, <laughs> you keep talking about this miracle secret thing. I think you should say it on TV. Like you should like, you should say it. I'm like, really? He's like, listen, it sounds good to me. It's clicking, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what happened when I went on stage, everything I wanted to say, I said, and the crowd reaction, her reaction, it was just like I hit a game winning shot to win a basketball game. And after that moment, it felt so good. I'm like, wow, like, you know, th- this is only the, the introduction. We didn't even get out the limo yet, you know? So <laughs> yeah. from that momentum, from that intentions, from that energy, that's what led me through my season on the show. And so basically it's a miracle season is anything that is a miracle and a miracle is anything that is big, that is amazing, that is something you, that you earn, that you accomplish. But and to get the miracle, you have to go through something. So I okay. say miracles, they're not easy to attain, but they're worth getting. So for me, what I was foreshadowing, which I didn't know was my miracle on my season was me falling in, falling in love for the first time. And I went through so much. Like I got into it with guys in the house. I got into it with the bachelorette. Um, I banged up my body. I wanted to go home at one point. It was, it was confusing. It was frustrating. It was overwhelming. I mean, it, literally, it was just like life. You know, like mm. it was just like life. That's basically what I went through in my 10 weeks that I was on the show. But on the back end of it all, I didn't end up with her, but I fell in love. And that was my miracle for that season was to fall in love for the first time. So I tell people, your miracle can be that new job. The miracle can be the new relationship. The miracle can be the promotion within your job. The miracle can be you moving to the other side of the country like I did, you know, 10 years ago. But what I'm saying to get your miracle in your season, you have to go through something or you will not be anything. And I think most people want a miracle to happen without doing any work or going through any vetted process or any type of resistance to get it. They just want it. And so I always tell people, be careful of what you wish for. And sometimes be careful what you pray for because you might even get it. But you, yeah. you might not even want it when it, when it arrives. So you got to be wary and you got to be aware of what you're saying, what you think you should have, what are you believing in and why do you believe in it? So that's what it's miracle season is. So if you're a miracle, I don't know how long you had your podcast, few years, few months, I don't know. But prior to having a podcast, there was a thought that became a thing. Now that you have it, the, the miracle is really not getting it. The miracle is what you had to go through to bring it to life. That makes sense. It's like a baby. I always tell a story. The miracle is when a woman is in labor, when she's pregnant for nine months, she goes through so many different emotions, so many different pain and resistance. But on the back end of all of that, what comes out? A baby. That's the miracle. That's its Mm -hmm. miracle season. Everyone has a miracle, but what are you willing to do to get it? So that's what his miracle season really attained to, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it, it totally makes sense. So it's basically uh, the miracle is that dream, that thing that you want to accomplish that, um, like you said, like it, it could be a job or it could be whatever you want to get to in life. But in order to get there, you have to be able to be able to do the work. Absolutely. Right. It, it, it's, it's about that. Um, 
there is a quote that I'm actually searching for. Um, I think adults like this. Um, everyone has the ability to dream. Yeah. Um, but then I, I forgot the last part. Um, but not everyone is willing to put in the work for. It. I think that's that's how it goes. So it's basically like that. And and referring to back to what you said about thoughts. You know, it's, it's all about vibration and the law of attraction. So you have to be constantly positive. You have you have to be able to watch what you're watch about what you're saying, what you're thinking, um, and and the step the steps you take towards your dreams. Absolutely, and you got to know what you what you want. I think what I come across sometimes uh, with people is that they say things they want, but they don't know why they want it. So mm-hmm. I come across women who always want to be married. I want to be. I want to get married. I want to get married. I want this person. I was like, but why? Well, because I mean, why not? You know what I'm saying. But I said, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm asking you, as an individual, why do you want to get married? What is it in you that makes you know that that's what you really want? If you really never had it, or if you really never experienced it, why do you want to get married? Or let's take it to a guy. Why do you want to make a lot of money? Why do you want to go pro? What is the intentions behind that? Why? So, or, you know, when people go to church and some religions, they believe the religion that they don't, but they don't understand the religion. They just believe it because that's what everybody else does. But do you understand it? You know, there's Proverbs 4, 7 said, and all you're getting, get understanding. And I think a lot of people believe in things they don't understand. They want things, they don't even know what they, what it is to have it they just want it yeah it's like oh i want to be a millionaire okay are you willing to do the work that it takes to get a millionaire i want to write a book are you willing to do the? you know it's like so i think people really got to be aware of their intentions their thoughts their beliefs their attitudes their emotions their feelings and understand where does all that come from and why you got to question yourself you got to question your wants and your needs and your aspirations because when we come into this world, we're programmed. Whether it's the TV, uh, our, uh, our moms, our dads, our sister, brothers, uncle, cousins, someone is influencing us, programming us to believe something that is true to them or what they tell us is true. Oh, you have to speak English. You have to believe in this religion. You have to go to this school. You have to wear this. But what if I don't want to do that? So I think people yeah. are not into questioning what's already fixated or what's already given because it seemed like that's the norm of life. But I'm a person who, I didn't always go against the grain because I wanted to challenge things. I just went against the grain just because I, I thought different. I didn't believe in certain things that others did, you know? So mm-hmm. we just gotta know why we want things and get to the root of that. And I think things that make sense. Absolutely. And I think the number one important thing is also being open-minded, right? Like you have to be able to be open-minded to be, to begin questioning things. If you're, if you're like, um, there's this thing, um, I've heard it somewhere. I don't know where, but if you, when you believe in something, um, you, you limit your ability to explore other things because for example, let's say, um, you believe in, I don't want to get into religion, but no, say it. Let's talk about it. Example, <laughs> for example, like um, um, you believe in uh, religion, so you grow up in a religious um, family, and that's that's all you know, right? Um, so most of your beliefs come from 
from society, from your parents, like you said, from the influences that are around you. Yes. But so if, if you are carrying that thought and that belief um, and you're just always like, okay, I believe in this, um, then you're limited to opening yourself up to be able to question things, question things on the Bible, question your pastor, question your parents to be able to see, okay, what's out there? What are all the other religions are about, right? And to be able to, so if you're focused on one thing, that's the only thing that you're going to be focused on. But if you're open-minded enough to explore different options, that's when that the door actually opens to like questioning and seeing other, other things and actually forming your belief around um, around what you uh, like the answers the new answers that you're gonna get absolutely right you gotta discern your truth you gotta discern what's true to you not what's true exactly. to what the pastor is saying or your mom or your dad is saying or even your boyfriend or girlfriend what's true mm-hmm. to you not even what's true to you or what's true to me what's true to you because we're speaking from our perspective and our experiences but what rings true for you I think is important and I think a lot of people are afraid to follow what they believe in because they don't want to be different or they want to fit in which i understand i've been there but he or she who feels it knows it and i think once you follow that you'll be okay yeah absolutely agree awesome so um where does your inspiration come from i know that you've mentioned that your environment was different, but you were able to, you know, study, um, focus on your studies and be good in school and, and be able to focus on your dreams enough to be able to um, get to where you are today. So how did that start? Well, I just think, you know, honestly, it just kind of came from uh, life, life itself. I mean, like I said, the men in my family, they were, you know, drug dealers. They sold <laughs> endless drugs. So, I saw a lot of good sides to that. They made a lot of money, but I also, you know, saw some of them go to prison for the rest of their life. And some of my friends being in the streets, getting killed. And and I just knew there was something more than life than just playing ball and being a dope boy or being on a block and being cool. It has to be something more than Baltimore City. So I just always had a curious mind and I wanted to grow. I wanted to learn. I wanted to evolve. And basketball was the vehicle that got me to a certain place. And then eventually I got out of that vehicle and I started exploring life. Like, what is life about? What am I about? Who am I? What do I want to do? Why do I believe these things? So I just went and did crazy research on myself, my horoscope, uh, my, my, my natal chart, my numerology, asking my mom and dad, how was it like when you were growing up? What did you believe? And just started questioning my life. Like, where does all this come from? And who am I? And why my name is this? And why do I look this way? And then I just started getting more information and more understanding and more awareness. And then my life started to change. And then different people I would attract into my life that would help me on my journey and get me to the next level, help me understand a perception or thought I might have. And just, you know, put me in the right space to be where I wanted to be. I just just being curious, I think, and the inspiration of just there has to be something better than what I'm seeing. This can't be life overall. So, yeah, that's basically it came from wanting more and wanting different for my life as a kid. Amazing. Um, yeah. And, and that's like one of the things that I um, try to motivate other people to do. It's just being able to you know assess themselves and getting to know themselves better um it's crazy how 
even for me, um, I, I've I've been in my self development journey for the longest now, and I'm figuring out new things about myself, and and that comes from researching and trying different things, and and reading, and and trying to get to know more about you. Mm-hmm. So that's and and from there also comes self love, yeah. right? Being able to accept and and love yourself, and and those are many topics that we've covered um, on this podcast. I'm I'm happy you mentioned that. So actually, and I'm also happy you mentioned um, numerology and astrology. Yeah. Okay, I'm into all that. <laughs> let's get into that. You, uh, I study it. I really like. I got articles out about astrology that I that I, I wrote. So I'm into it for sure. Amazing. Okay, so. <laughs> Actually, an attempt to uh, bring in new uh, content out from you. I uh, tried to listen to a lot of your interviews, and um, that was one thing that I wanted to bring up. Uh, since you brought it up, we can we can go uh, from here. So, what like what made you interested in astrology and numerology? Just, just curious, honestly, just curious about numbers. Uh, then you know you know what happens is you think you know something and then you meet someone who knows more than you know and then they tell you something and I'm like oh what is this I don't know what this means oh we have a moon we have a rising we have a Venus we have a Jupiter we have a Mars what is these planets and I have different signs in those planets oh wow yeah then you have your first house second house third house fourth house whoa wow ooh interesting curious guy (laughs) curious mind curious George that's who I am so with that curiosity (laughs) I just I just went deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until I got more information. And when I really examined all of it, it all rings true to who I am and what I've done. Like if people don't understand, right? In life, like it's, it, it might be crazy to say, or it might throw because some people don't believe in it. But I believe, of course, we all have free will, but it's written. Like when I go on my chart, there's certain things in my natal chart that tell me why I am who I am today and why I'm going to be who I am. There's a girl on mm-hmm. YouTube, I forgot her name, but because I actually looked up much chart. She was like, there's certain people, if they have certain mm-hmm. signs and certain planets, they're either going to be popular, they're going to be famous, or they're just going to have crazy influence. Like, it's nothing they can do about it. Mm-hmm. Where some people want to aspire to get there and be that way, and it's just not for them. It's not in their chart to be that way. And then there's some people that feel like they can never get a break. But if they look deep into their chart, it'll break it down and explain to them why is why do things happen? Why do you process things you do? Or why can't you be faithful in a relationship? Or why don't you have a relationship? And why you have trouble with money? You know, it's like, it's so deep and it's so much information. It's overwhelming. But if people took the time to discover who they really are, and what's really going on within themselves, uh, they would have more peace inside. They wouldn't be freaking out or going crazy about life or I'm not there yet or I haven't found the person or I, I, I can't buy my house or I don't have the resources that this person might have. And it's deep, it's more than what's on the surface. So I, I try to give people the information to take what they need and use it however they need to for their benefit. But I study all of it. Amazing! It's so deep. Um, actually, um, but since since my high school days, my friend got me into horoscopes, um, and like we used to do it as a like a haha moment. Like we used to get so excited to. I remember Yahoo had the best horoscopes. 
Um, they don't have it anymore. It's removed. But we, after school, we would race into the library and just like read and and, and laugh. It and it used to be. I don't know. I I always believed in it. And uh, recently, like a couple of years back, I was um, shopping. I was shopping, doing something, and there was a lady in front of me that needed help. She was online, and I was helping the lady. And out of nowhere, like the lady is very intuitive. Okay, so out of nowhere, she like we started talking. We were waiting in line to for the checkout line, and she like we she told me she was like you're an empath. Uh, like she told me many things, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Like, what is? Like, I couldn't wait till I got home to discover a lot of things. And when I read all the stuff that she said, it like it freaked me out. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's what it means." Do you know about uh, empath? Yes. Yeah, I know empath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, my whole life, I never understood. Like, till this day, I cannot watch like an, a horror movie or a lot of violence. Like, it just it pains me like I can't watch like violent stuff on TV I only watch comedy stuff, <laughs> right, but right. Uh, <laughs> right and I, I never understood like I, I'm kind of sensitive I uh, people like confide in me I, I'm able to bring in comfort to a lot of people and that like I never understood that until the lady mentioned it and I went and did my research and I was like holy shit like this checks out this is. I even took the test, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy!" And that's when I like began like to get deep into it. And um, I know my, uh, I think my sun, moon, and rising. Uh-huh. But I want you to break it down for me. Can you guess what horoscope I am? Um, mm, I see. <laughs> I'm only getting Scorpio and Capricorn. That's all I'm getting. No. Well, maybe that's your moon and your rising okay. sign. I don't know. What's, what sign okay. are you, Taurus? Yeah. Okay. Mm, you're getting close. Um, Aries is my sign. Okay. Uh, moon is Pisces. Mm-hmm. And then rising is Aries. Oh, wow. You got what a double fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Let's see. I mean, Aries is a very dominant sign. It's fire. So they like to be in control. They like to lead. They're very dominant. They know what they want. They lack patience at times. Um, they're, they're like, they're like the energy. They, they, they can take the attention if they want it, but they're actually the, 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 the go-getters. They want to just do, they like, they want to get it done. They don't want to wait. So they don't need you to tell them what to do. And they want to do everything on their own. They'd rather do it than someone else do it for them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Interesting. Awesome. So what about um, numerology? So I couldn't figure out how to calculate, but I, I, I um, found a calculator online. Uh-huh. And it's uh, number nine. That's what you are? Yeah, yeah. so you're more <laughs> like a, uh, you're a giver. You know, you sacrifice time, money, energy for the greater good. You, you like a humanitarian, a philanthropist. The only thing about nine is all they want is acknowledgement. You know, Drake has a song that says, if I, he said, if I, what did he say? If I got it, then I got it then. Just give me my acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. <laughs> so you, you just, you love to give, you love to take care of people, but you just want your acknowledgement for it. That's all. That's all you ask. Um, That's but true. you sacrifice a lot to help people, humanity. That's why you have your podcast. <laughs> 
So if you got a podcast <laughs> right? award, you would be like, yeah, I need that acknowledgement. Not that you need it, but that's just part of your dynamic, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it totally makes sense. Like, in my career, like, I... I do like above and beyond, but I don't like when someone else takes credit. I'm like, I did it. Like, acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So it's, 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 it's so simple, but it's complex to someone who can't really understand it because they don't have the information, or it's like it's too. It's just it's a lot of information. But once you really grasp it, you like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you yeah, for yeah, sharing yeah, that. Yeah. You got attitude number, you have your expression <laughs> number, your soul desire number, your personality number. You got more than just your life path number. So it's more to it. Your attitude number, you just gotta you gotta go deep. Oh yeah, I have a lot to read. I still have it in my browser, so I'm gonna get back to it. Cool. <laughs> okay. So, do you want to know how I discovered you, actually? Yeah. I've never watched the Yeah, Bachelor absolutely. Season, how, did, how did this happen? Okay. So, I remember I, I was on my Instagram Explorer page, and I was just, like, going through, and then I saw your picture, mm-hmm. and I was like, who's this guy? I went on your page. I was like, oh. And then I read a little bit, and I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. It's so crazy how I used to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette before. Mm-hmm. But I stopped watching it at, like as I got busy. Like I haven't watched it. I think the last season I watched was like Juan Pablo mm-hmm. guy. That was way back. But I was like, oh my god! And then I, as I like looked at what you were posting, what you were all about, and I was like, oh my god, this guy's very interesting. And I, I listened to some of your um, interviews and. I got exposed to your positivity and motivation Mm -hmm. side without um, seeing what was put out there um, about you, you know, like, so I didn't get to judge you from that point Mm -hmm. of view. I just saw all, all those stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like I was like instantly drawn to you. And I was like, I need to meet this guy. Like a lot of the things that you went through, a lot of, um, a lot about your, your drive and, and all that, like it just, I saw myself right, in you right. and I was like, I need to meet this guy. Like I had, I hadn't missed that feeling. And uh, remember when we met at that uh, Yeah, event? which one was that? That was a while ago. Yeah, it was, um, crap, I forgot. But it was when you guys were doing the game show with the couples. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. At the, uh, Rose We were hosting the yeah, show. The yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So, and then, like, once I figured everything out and I, I was talking to my friend, I have a, a very close friend that I talked to about spirituality. She's actually the one person that gets more about spirituality. So, like, I, I'm able to share more with her. So I was telling her about you. And then she was like, oh, my God, you have to meet this guy. And I was like, yeah, I felt this way. And I was like, okay, I'm going to look like a fool because I don't know. I haven't watched The Bachelor or The Bachelor in such a long yeah. time. I don't know who the couples right. are. But I was like, I, I need to go there and meet him so that's when I actually went to um to that show to to introduce myself and network with you a little bit and I think it it was all meant to happen for you to be on this podcast today and I think it's it's just you you can get it if you want it you know you just got to know you you should you should have it and I think I was reading something the guy said when you want something the reason you can't get it is because to want something it means you lack it 
I was like, man, that's kind of deep. So you don't really want to want something, but even though we do want things, because the one thing is just telling yourself that you don't have it or you lack it. So yeah. it's kind of odd, but it's kind of like reverse psychology. That's why affirmations are so powerful because it puts you in a state of uh, mm-hmm. saying it, that you are it, that you have it, that you will become it. I am, I am, I am, I am, whatever that is you want to claim. So, yeah, interesting. Exactly. So, um, about uh, the universal law and law of attraction and all that, um, it's actually like if you want if you want something bad enough and if you want to manifest it, just know that you want to manifest that thing that you want to manifest, but don't see it as a lack. Like just like you said. Uh, always imagine in your head and, and, and that you already have it. Experience the feeling in your yeah. head, right? That's how you're you're able to manifest and, and I think it's it's very hard to do but <laughs> but um it, it's amazing. If you're able to follow through you'll be able to manifest anything in life. I think that's so powerful. So um actually I've heard you mention uh the word vortex in one of the interviews. So my question for you is do you know Abraham Hicks? Do you listen to yeah, Abraham yeah, Hicks? Yeah, yeah, I listen to her from time to time. She's a little bit all over the place, but I get her, you know? She's a little... <laughs> she's like... She's a person who... I mean, I guess all leaders... Guys, I, I probably can be that way sometimes, but I've learned how to just be open to someone's understanding mm-hmm. instead of trying to... It's not that she forces her beliefs on people, but I've seen her interview people in the crowd and she make them feel like what they're asking her doesn't make sense as if she knows what she's saying Mm -hmm. but what they're saying but she's like she makes them say like oh yeah 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 but you got to do this because of that because this is what i'm telling which i get Mm -hmm. so in a lot in a lot of her interviews i mean some of her speech speaking i get her like i get her entirely and it makes sense everything is based off of feeling you know like but sometimes people don't know how to process that feeling as if, yeah, you just think about it and you feel it and you visualize it and you're in that vortex. When you're in a vortex, you know, she talks like this, she talks like that. And it's like, yeah, but it's not that simple to me. So what are you really saying? Well, you just got to feel it. Exactly. You got to feel it. Like, okay, but how do I feel it? You know, you just have to. It's like, all right. Okay, you got it. You're right. I need to feel it. So I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's so crazy. Um, a lot of the youtube videos or every content that i listen to people are just asking the same question over and over and over and over and i'm just like i need to be i actually wanted to go to one of the shows um she had back in i think it was april last year Mm -hmm. but it was just so expensive i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay that much what if i i don't get to ask my question you know i didn't think it was I don't know. It was worth it. But, oh, that's a word. Yeah, that's a word you're going to have to change, right? by the way, too, just to give you a heads up. Oh, my God. Yes, please correct <laughs> the, 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 It's expensive because, yeah, maybe, but expensive to who? Because somebody is going to buy it. Someone's going to be there. Somebody owns it. I learned this. Did you know Bob Proctor? I actually learned this from him. I yes, do. He yes. talks about that. He's like, you know, people go in the store and look at the tag and they say, oh, I can't buy that. It's too expensive. And he said, well, what, what do you mm. mean it's too expensive? I mean, someone created, someone owns it, but shit, someone owns the damn squ- store, you know? So it's just all about, yeah. or, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki say, instead of saying it's too expensive, yeah. won't you say, how can I afford this? 
and then your your subconscious mm-hmm. and your body and your mind will tell you how because then when you say it's too expensive you're telling yourself you can't afford it right and yeah, I get it like sure. like yeah I mean I've said that many times before oh it's too much I'm not paying that or it's like no you can have it maybe just not right now <laughs> but anyway you I just, sure yeah I you. you're right um Yeah, I totally get it. You're right. Um, it's um, it's about like we said earlier, right? It's about what we what we think, what we say out loud. We have to watch, we have to be able to watch and edit everything yeah, we say out loud. We speak, we read. You know, you had a thought, mm-hmm. you made a thing. You said, "I got to meet this guy." You met me, and guess what? I'm on your podcast. <laughs> but if you was like, he would never, do that. he would never get on my podcast. I'm not enough for him. <laughs> Guess what happened? I would have never been on your podcast. You see how simple that is? Exactly. But we don't think of things like that. We just, because yeah, we, we bypass it because it's so natural for us to be uh, in denial of what we think we should have. It's like, no, I can't. They would never look at me like that. I'm not enough. It's like, but who is saying you're not enough? You're telling yourself that. So, but yeah, exactly. belief system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So one more question about um, about Abraham Hicks. Did you do the meditation I that she, know the meditation, she had? No. I have never done a meditation through her. I just always listen to like her audio okay. books and her YouTube um, material. <laughs> okay, so... The meditation. So I've heard when I was listening to her stuff, I heard about her meditation, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Her version. And there's this guy that I watch. Um, his name is Aaron. I can't remember his last name, but basically he did the meditation. Like he followed everything, and he created his own version of uh-huh. like a duplicate Abraham Hicks meditation. And it's supposed to help you get into the vortex when you meditate through it. Um, so I was scared. I was like, okay, let me let me give it a try. And that was my first time trying to get into the vortex through meditation. And so I put it on and um, he tells you like to uh, imagine yourself in, in a safe place um, or your favorite place or whatever. And then like he, he tells you like to walk around and, and feel and see things. And then, he, and then at, before you get uh-huh. into the vortex, he tells you to picture like a door and you picture a door you walk towards it and then he counts down from 10 to 0 and then you're supposed to open the door and get it so that's supposed to be like your entrance to the vortex so I'm following through everything and the minute I opened the door like there's this like white light that was coming towards me and instantly I started shaking and crying like crazy okay like I started weeping and I'm like what is going on? And then like I freaked out and, and turned off the meditation. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And then I like, couldn't figure out like, but it didn't come from like a sadness place. It was just like happy tears, you know, from happiness. And it was just like an overwhelming feeling that I felt. And I'm like, wow. And so I went around my friends and I tried to convince each and every one of them to do it. They didn't end up to, like doing it. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out what this is. I went back to the video and I'm like, is it me? Like, what is what is going on? 
and I started reading a lot of the comments and I saw I, I saw one comment that said she had the same experience as me mm-hmm. and she was like weeping. I was like, holy shit, this was, <laughs> this was meant to happen. And it was just like such an empowering um Yeah, what, what do you think the like, weeping came so from? Good. So I have to send you the link, you're gonna have to try it out. Hmm. I don't know. But all I know is yeah. I was just like Which instantly is good. happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. Amazing. So I'll email you that, and then you have to you have to let me know how that goes. So, how did you start your self development process and self love, and what routines do you do? Do you have a routine you follow morning time and night time? Pick up a book and realize 22, 23, what am I doing here? Why am I failing when I have a college degree and I graduated from mm-hmm. honors? Why am I working a job getting paid $8 an hour? That doesn't make sense. I have a high GPA. I should be getting paid more. So it started with books like Think and Grow Rich, um, mm-hmm. uh, The Secret, things of that nature. And uh, but so yeah, so every day I get up, I meditate, I pray, affirmations, gratitude statements. And then I, I, I get started with my day. At night, I don't really don't do anything. I mean, I pray throughout the day. Um, I'm always reading material throughout the day. So at night, it's just whatever I'm doing. But I pray at night, of course. But mm-hmm. most of my routine is is done in the morning. Yeah. So early in the morning when I get up. So in terms of the affirmations, do you just follow the same list or when do you switch it up? Strong, I'm amazing, I'm wonderful. I can do all things. I'm I'm blessed, I'm peace, I'm humble. You know, I just kind of keep it general unless I want to switch it up depending on where I'm at in life. I might change it if I want to change it. But I try to keep it general, you know. And um, yeah, and things just, and when you really understand yourself and you, you're in alignment with your energy that you want to be in, you don't really stress too much about life, you know, because yeah. first of all, you realize you're not in control. Two, you realize the, the real plight in life is yourself. <laughs> it's not. The job is not your career, it's not your mom, your dad, your husband, boy, you know, it's yourself. You are responsible for your life no matter what the cars you would doubt. You know, some people don't have their mom and dad still living. Some people don't have support. Somebody don't have some people don't have people to talk to when they're feeling down. But that's not an excuse for you not to be where you want to be. It's easy to say that, but you're responsible for your experiences. And everybody don't come out the same. So some people just yeah. won't get where they want to go. And that's fine. But I believe everything that happens to me is for me. But at the same time, I'm responsible for it. <laughs> you know? Not not the person that's involved. Not yeah. 
something yep. I think they did. It's like, no, why are you here? Why, what, what did you do to attract this experience into your life? Now, there's certain things that you don't know about that you can't control, like the family you were raised in and the energy and the things you believe as a child. But as you get older, mm-hmm. you're also responsible for that, you know, because then you have more awareness. You're not six, seven, eight, nine. Mm. You're an adult. So now you have to be aware of the energy you bring into your life and the things you believe and the patterns you run. So for me, it's just I mm-hmm. that's how I get my day started. And I, at least, I call it spiritual currency. You got to have more. When you have more faith than you have money, you will never be broke. And I think a lot of people lack, lack faith in life when it comes to when, it, when, mm-hmm. when adversity hits. You know, because they don't know how to, they don't have anything in their spiritual mm. bank account. It's only in their material account. But that's not enough to get through tough times. Especially not times we're in right now, you know? <laughs> so, that's basically what that is. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. So, you brought up think and grow rich and i was actually talking to one of my friends about about this book and yeah, can you believe that ago. this book was written in 1937 like i just can't oh my god it's crazy but like every, i i can't imagine the person living at that time would write something like yeah. this it was just amazing. Yeah. very par- empowering and amazing yeah right awesome so one last question. So for podcasters like me and or people that want to spread the, positivity, the best way to, what's the best way to win influence? To influence it? I'm confused. Uh, just, you just do it. You know, you just don't wait. Like, people yep. don't understand. Like, before yeah. TV, before any show, I was I was doing motivation videos every week on Instagram. And it was 15 seconds. Motivation Monday. Uh, Wisdom Wednesday. What's Positive Friday? And when I, before I went on my season, I had 3,600 mm-hmm. posts with 3,500 mm-hmm. followers. So I was literally posting every day. <laughs> so people knew me for the motive, the motive, the motivator. Yeah. That's just who I was, you know? So I was consistent. I think that being consistent mm-hmm. and working it's, on your craft, developing yeah. yourself, reading books, taking classes, going to seminars, and just, you know, being around different and better people and just really is everything is consistency. You're consistent, you can get what you're looking for. You know? So consistency, just document, create, put it out. Don't worry about if it's perfect or not. Just get it out to the people. Let them be the judge. I even remember when I used to put out so many videos and the videos I thought like, man, it's it right here. Woo, how should woo? Wait till I, that video never hits. But then it'd be a video I wasn't even feeling the best in. They, like, loved it. I'm like, wow. That's kind of odd, you know? So, mm. yep. Stacy, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been very empowering Absolutely. and uplifting. Um, thank you I'm for happy having me. We this is amazing. Next. You keep rocking, keep winning, keep learning, keep yeah. evolving, and let nothing stop you, not even yourself. So have faith and stay driven and keep going. The journey continues.
There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can find Eric on Instagram at Eric Bigger. That's E-R-I-C-B-I-G-G-E-R. On Twitter, Eric underscore Bigger. And on Snapchat, eBigs. E-B-I-G-G-S-S. I hope this episode ignited something in you and motivated you enough to start and add to your self-development journey. Feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or suggestions. Um, I will be sure to bring in new guests every month. That's the new schedule now. Um, So, like I said, reach out to me if you have any questions or suggestions. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. And join our IG community at mindfluent underscore world. Thank you once again for tuning in. I love you so much. Until next time, have a mindful week.